0: Welcome aboard, historians, to the NCC seven thirty one seventeen, USS Little Hero. I'm Captain William, and I'm Commander Vicky. And if you'll step right this way, historians, we'll go to holodeck two, where we will continue our adventures of Captain Kirk and his beloved crew. Commander Vicky, will you take us to the coordinates where we belong? Onward and upward, Captain. Make it so. Welcome back to Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we are doing the next movie, which is Episode 3 The Search for Spock. So, Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? I am not prepared. I asked if you were prepared, and you said, Yep, I'm ready to go. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, PocketCast, Radio Public Stitcher, and Spotify Podcasts. Where else could they find us? You can also contact us at Vicki's Adventures in a Star Trek at gmail.com or Vicky's Adventures in a Star Trek. And somebody forgot to turn their phone off. Yep. I forgot that as well. Okay, Vicky. So, episode three, the search for Spock. What did you think was going to happen in this one?
1: Uh,
0: I don't remember. I don't, uh, Kurt dreams that Spock's alive, and they go and find him. So you are a bit off, but not totally. So, so the point is, is... Let me read this and we'll go from there. Okay. Admiral James T. Kirk defeats... Defeat of Khan... And the creation of the Genesis planet... Are empty victories. Spock is dead and McCoy is inexplicably... Being driven insane. An unexpected visit from Sarek... Spock's father... Provides a startling... Revelation... McCoy is harboring Spock's living essence, or his. Ch- uh, what, what was it? Uh, his chakra? No, his. I forget. I can't. His, uh, um, I can't. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, with one friend alive and one not, but both in pain, Kirk attempts to help his friend by stealing the Enterprise and defying Starfleet's Genesis planet quarantine. But the Klingons have also learned of the Genesis. And is racing to meet Kirk in a Deadly Rendezvous. Rendezvous! Rendezvous! Alright! Alrighty, are we ready? Take it away! So, before we start too far, this is a movie directed by Leonard Nimoy himself. Okay. The next one is directed by William Shatner. Okay. <laughs> you can definitely tell them the differences of their directing styles. Which one's better? Okay. My opinion. The one. Two. Sorry, Three. I. I, I uh, so they do a bit of a recap. That's how this movie works.
1: recap is logical.
2: The needs of the many outweigh... The needs of the few?
3: Or the one.
1: I have been, and always shall be,
3: your friend. Live long, and
2: prosper, We are assembled here today to pay final respects to our honored dead. This death takes place in the shadow of new life, the sunrise of a new world, a world that our beloved comrade gave his life to protect and nourish. He did not feel the sacrifice of they or empty. Of my friend, I can only say this. Of all the souls I have encountered in my travels. This was the most
0: I believe the way that burials in space work, especially this one, is his body was supposed to be orbiting the planet for eternity. Right. But I don't know why, but he's on the planet for some reason. just
2: the opening intro. USS Enterprise Captain's personal log. With most of our battle damage repaired, we we're almost home. Yet, I feel uneasy, and I wonder why. Perhaps it's the emptiness of this vessel. Our trainee crew have been reassigned. Lieutenant Savick and my son David are exploring the Genesis planet, which he helped create. And Enterprise feels like a house with all the children gone. No. More empty, even than that. The death of Spock is like an open wound. It seems that I have left the noblest part of myself back there, on that newborn planet. Status position. course Saturn. Estimating space dock in 2.1 hours. Very well. Mr. Chekhov, I'll need a pre approach scan. Take the science station, please.
4: Yes, sir. Uhura.
2: Any response from Starfleet on our Project Genesis inquiries? No, sir. There is no response. That's very odd. Scotty, progress report. It's almost done, sir. You'll be fully automated by the time we dock. The timing is excellent, Mr. Scott. We fix the barn door after the horses come home. How much refit time till we can take her out again?
4: Eight weeks, sir. But you don't have eight weeks, so I'll do it for
2: you in two. Mr. Scott, have you always multiplied your repair estimates by a factor of four?
3: Certainly, sir. How else can I keep my reputation as a miracle
0: worker? He does. He is a miracle
2: worker. Your reputation is secure, Scotty. Mr. Sulu, take the car. I'll be at my quarters. I sir.
1: Sir? I was wondering. So that is
0: Cadet Foster. Uh, he is a Lieutenant Junior Gray. Okay. Uh, he was a Starfleet Academy Cadet who was on a training mission aboard the USS Enterprise in 2285. While the Enterprise was returning to Earth following the confrontation with Khan Noonien Singh, Foster asked Admiral James C. Kirk if there would be a ceremony or a reception celebrating the Enterprise's return, a hero's welcome, as Kirk put it. The Admiral, still reeling from the recent death of Spock, said in reply to Foster, God knows there should be, this time we paid for the party with our dearest blood.
2: Okay. Are they planning a ceremony when we get in? I mean a reception? A hero's welcome, show us what you like. Well, God knows it should be. This time we've paid for the party with our dearest blood. Manning. thought two people were reliable. Where the hell
0: is he? Been Ready? here for some time. Put me on. This is just an unknown freighter, but it it has a female Klingon, Valcrys, on there. She is a female operative in the twenty third century who was randomly involved with Commander Kirk. Oh. And we'll see Kirk in a minute, but. Do you want me to spoil who he is now? Or... Okay. Hailing frequency. Commander Crew. This is uh, Valkyris. I have purchased the Genesis Valkyrie. 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 Rage to transmit. Well done, Valcris. Well done. What the, the hell is... It? It? Disengage cloaking device. So, did you recognize his voice? Yes. Who is he? That's the guy that plays the professor on Back to the Future. And his name would be? I don't remember. Christopher Lloyd. Okay. This would be why people have said that uh, apparently Christopher Lloyd is still time traveling after the uh, DeLorean gets destroyed in the third Back to the Future. Got because you. this... War, uh, this uh, Klingon Bird of Prey will later go in, back in time and forward in time, so it's basically a time machine as well. Right! So, yeah.
1: Oh,
0: Transmit data. Stop! Now. complete. it. Transmission complete. You will find it useful. What then you seen cool? have seen it. I have, my lord. Unfortunate. Understood. <laughs>
2: I paid off.
5: Soon, Captain. Quite
0: oh. soon. Success, my lord. Unwitching. And my love. You will Call be remembered me. with honor.
3: Fire. Fire.
0: New course, Federation neutral zone. You're dead! Beat him. Yes, my lord.
5: Control. This is Enterprise. Ready for
0: docking maneuvers. So the pet that Krug has is a, classified here as a Klingon monster dog. Okay. Enterprise is cleared to dock. Lock on. There is Space Dock One, which is a Federation space dock type space station operated by Starfleet in the 23rd century. and and to the 25th century, uh, the prototypical example of a space dock was it was located in orbit of Earth for most of its service. Okay.
2: System's locked. Space dock, you have control.
5: Affirmative Enterprise, enjoy
2: the ride and welcome home. Enterprise confirms. Look at that. My friends, the Great Experiment.
0: So the Excelsior was classified as the Great Failed Experiment, and you'll find out why. But on top of that, the Excelsior is NX-2000 right now, later she will be NCC-2000. Okay. Now, do you want to know why the Excelsior class ship is named the Excelsior and is called the NCC-2000? Sure. So in the Constitution class, the NCC1700 is the USS Constitution. The NCC, uh, God, what is it, 2000 is the Excelsior class.
1: Okay.
0: So for each class that's made when they start a new NCC number, and they have a, an even number of two or three or four or whatever thousand, they start that first ship off as that new class's name. So, for example, the Constitution, the Constellation, the uh, Excelsior, the Galaxy, and on and on and on. Gotcha. Throughout all the
2: different ones. Excelsior. sensor Ready for trial runs. She's supposed to have transport Drive. Aye.
1: And if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a wagon
2: was Young minds, fresh ideas, be told.
4: USS Enterprise arriving in vain.
0: So Kirk did call the Excelsior the Great Experiment, which was the nickname that was to describe the first exterior colonization of the planet Terra Nova during the 21st century in Terra Nova. But it was used again in the 23rd century century as the nickname for the USS Excelsior. The prototype of the successor Excelsior class she was noted as such for having been outfitted with Transwarp Drive. Now Transwarp Drive, this is the one that gets a lot of people. But it was a term applied to some types of propulsion technology that overcame the limitations of conventional warp drive. So basically over-warp 10. Right. Our shuttle departs in 10 minutes, dock 3. Good, all that
2: damage. Stand by umbilical and gravitational support systems. I sir. Moorings activated. All systems standing by. Admiral, this is not
1: possible. Mr. Chagall? An energy reading from C-Deck, from
5: inside Mr. Spock's quarters.
2: I heard Spock's quarters sealed. Yes, sir. I sealed the room myself. Nevertheless, I am reading a life form there. This entire crew seems on the edge of obsessive behavior concerning Mr. Spock.
5: Sir, security reports the door to Spock's quarters has been forced.
2: I'm on my way. Soon we'll continue the docking procedure. Aye, sir.
4: Yanni Soma Shechi, hmm? No Zor's been forced.
0: Help me. Sounds like Spock.
1: You let me on Genesis. Why did you do that? Help me. But McCoy. Oh.
2: What the hell are you doing? Have
3: you lost your mind? me, Jim.
2: Take me home. Bones, we are. We are home. Think perhaps it's not too right. late.
3: Climb the steps, Jim. Climb the steps of Mount Soleil.
2: Mount Bones, Mount Soleil is on Vulcan. We're home. On Earth.
5: Abro, docking is completed. Starfleet Commander Morrow is on his way for inspection.
2: L'Hura, well, get the medics down here! Get them now!
1: You have all done remarkable service under the most difficult conditions. So, Morrow!
0: Fleet Admiral Morrow, to be precise, was a Starfleet flag officer who served as a commander of Starfleet in 2285.
1: I think he's a nice guy, in my opinion. Okay. You'll be receiving Starfleet's pious commendation. And more importantly, extended shore surely. That is all but you, Mr. Scott. They need your wisdom on the new Excelsior. Report there tomorrow as captain of engineering. With all appreciation, sir, I prefer to supervise the refit of Enterprise. I'm afraid that won't be necessary. But, sir... I'm sorry, Mr. Scott, but there will be no refit. No refit of the Enterprise? I don't understand. The Enterprise is not... Jim, the Enterprise is 20 years old. We feel her day is off.
2: But we have requested. We'd hope to take her back to Genesis. That is out of the question. May I ask why?
1: In your absence, Genesis has become a galactic controversy. Until the Federation Council makes policy, you are all under orders not to discuss with anyone your knowledge of Genesis. Consider it a quarantined planet and a forbidden subject.
0: So, Mauro just confirmed how old the Enterprise is. She is 20 years old. Okay. She's an old girl. But I'll tell you what, she still has a lot to show
1: people. Right. To fully understand the events in which I
2: report, it was necessary to review the theoretical data on the Genesis device. As developed by Doctors Carol and David Marcus, Genesis simply put,
0: Life. So with curve we have Maltz and Torg. So Maltz is a male Klingon officer in the 23rd century Klingon Empire. In 2285 he served on the Klingon bird of prey later known as the HMS Bounty under Capmander curve. And then you got Torg who was a male officer in the Klingon Empire in 2285 who served aboard the same starship. I believe, well, we'll see what happens to all of them. Okay.
2: From lifelessness, it was the intention to introduce the Genesis device into a pre-selected area of a lifeless space body, the moon, or other dead form. The device, when delivered, would instantaneously cause the Genesis effect. Instead of a dead moon, a living, breathing planet now exists capable of sustaining whatever life forms we see fit to deposit on it.
1: Your woman at your side, children play at your feet. Overhead,
3: fluttering in the breeze, the flag of the Federation. Charming. Station. Yes, my lord.
1: Share this with no one. Understood, my lord. You are going to this planet, even as our emissaries negotiate for peace with the Federation of our race. You seize the secret of this weapon. The secret
0: of ultimate power. Success. So the starship we see is the USS Grissom NCC 638. She is a Oberth class starship. She is commanded by Captain J.T. Epstein. And they are the only one allowed right now to uh, study the Genesis planet.
1: Okay.
0: And J.T. Epstein was a Starfleet officer in the 23rd century and commander of the USS Grissom. In 2285, the USS Grissom uh, under Epstein's command was assigned scientific study of the newly created Genesis planet traveling abroad uh, the Grissom was served with Lieutenant Savick and David Marcus one of the scientists who had developed the Genesis device while in orbit however they discover uh, well we'll see what they discovered.
1: yeah
5: We have reached
4: the destination planet at point 035. Very well, Lieutenant. Helm, execute standard orbital approach. Standard orbit, aye, sir. Communications, send a coded message for Starfleet Commander, priority one. Federation science vessel Grissom arriving, Genesis Planet, Utara sector to begin research. JTS, Devon commanding. Aye, sir, coding now. Dr. Marcus, it's your planet. Begin scanning, please. This is where the fun
3: begins, Sally.
5: Just like your
3: father, so human.
5: All units functional, reporters are on, scanning sector one. Foliage in fully developed state of growth. Temperature, 22.2 Celsius.
4: Sector two, indicating desert terrain. Minimal vegetation, temperature...
5: Sector 3, subtropical vegetation. Temperature decreasing rapidly.
4: It's snow. Snow in the same sector.
5: Fantastic. Fascinating.
4: All the varieties of land and weather known to Earth within a few hours walk.
5: Metallic mass.
3: Close range scan.
4: Photon tube. Gravitational fields were in flux. It must have soft landed. In code to Starfleet. Captain Sparks tube located on Genesis surface. Yes, sir. Coding your message.
0: Now it's flashing light form.
4: I don't believe it. What is it?
5: If equipment is functioning properly, indications are an animal life form.
4: You said there wouldn't be. There shouldn't be.
5: Cross-referenced and verified. An unidentifiable life-form reading.
4: Do you wish to advise Starfleet, sir? Wait a minute. We don't know what we're talking about here. Why do we beam it up? Oh, no, you don't. Regulations specifically state nothing shall be beamed aboard until danger of contamination has been eliminated. Captain,
5: the logical alternative is obvious.
4: Beaming down to the surface is permitted. If the captain decides, that the mission is vital and reasonably free of danger. Captain, please, we'll take the risk, but we've got to find out what it is. Or who?
2: Absent friends. Admiral,
1: what's going to happen to the Enterprise? So now they're in Kirk's apartment.
2: Right. She's to be decommissioned. Will we get another ship? I can't get an answer. Starfleet is up to its brass and electric conference. No one has time for those who stand and wait. Sir,
5: about Dr. McCoy, how is he? That's good news. He's home,
2: resting comfortably, plumb full of tranquilizers. They say it's exhaustion. He promised me he'd stay put. Well, we'll see. Oh, Mr. discovered. Come.
3: Ambassador, I had no idea you were here. I believe you know that. I will speak with you alone, quick. Please excuse us. Sir.
2: Ambassador, I would have come to Haltham to express my deepest sympathy.
3: Spare me your human platitudes, Kirk. I have been to your government. I've seen the Genesis information and your own report. Then you know how bravely your son met his death. Why did you leave him on Genesis? Spock trusted you. And you denied him his future. My son, a future? Only his body was in death, Kirk. And you were the last one to be with him. Yes, I was. (laughs) I figured out what it was.
0: His Katra. Katra. His Katra, and and we find out about Katras in uh, Enterprise.
4: Right.
3: So,
0: the Forge and the Awakening episodes.
3: And you must know that you should have come with him to Vulcan. But why? Because he asked you to. He entrusted you with his very essence, with everything that was not of the body. He asked you to bring him to us and to bring that which he gave you, his katra, his living spirit. Sir,
2: your son meant more to me than you can know.
3: I'd have given my life if it would have saved his. Believe me when I tell you, he made no request of me. He would not have spoken of it openly. Then how? Kirk, is I must have your thoughts. May I join your mind? And it might now. your friendship. Mm. Ask you not to breathe. Yeah. The needs of the many outweigh
2: the needs of the few. Or the one. Or the one.
3: Have been and always shall be your friend. Live long. with me. It is not here. I had assumed he mind melted this room. It is the walking way. And the body's end is near. We were separate.
2: So he couldn't touch me.
3: And everything that he was. The thing he knew is he lost.
2: Please wait. He would have found a way if there was that much at stake. Spock would have found a way.
3: Else. Engine room flight recorder visual world date eight one two eight
0: point seven eight. So this is a flight recorder. Was used for recording footage of both the interior and exterior of the starship. These recordings allowed a person to play back that which was recorded for a purpose of conducting an investigation. Okay. So like when um, that one guy in the episode court-martial, pretended to be dead, this would have confirmed that he lied about it. Right.
1: Go.
2: Shit. Out of danger. Yes. Back .77. Light recorder visual 28.77. Go. No!
3: You'll flood the whole compartment!
2: Back, my citizens. Flight recorder visual 28.76. Go. You're not going in there. Perhaps you're right. What is Mister Scott's condition? Oh, I don't think that he. Sorry, Doctor, I have no time to discuss this logically. Freeze. Repeat. And augment.
3: Remember. McCoy. One alive, one not. Get both in pain. What must I do? You must bring them to Mount Silea on Vulcan. Only there can both find peace. What you ask. You will find a way, Kirk. If you honor them both, you must. I will.
1: I swear. There's
4: the Grissom again. Transporter room, stand by to energize. Aye, sir. Energizing now. Yep, Savick and David. Grissom right. to Savick. We're picking up radiation from the life form.
5: Affirmative, Captain. Our readings are well below danger level.
4: Very well. Lieutenant, this landing is Captain's discretion, and I'm the one who's out on a limb.
5: I'll try to remember that, Captain.
3: Forms. These were microbes on the tube surface we shot them here from Enterprise. They were fruit.
0: He just said what they were. Like. Control and multiplied.
5: But how could they have evolved so quickly?
3: Yeah.
1: best officer. But I am commander Starfleet, so I don't break rules.
2: Don't quote rules to me. I'm talking about loyalty and sacrifice. One man who's died for us. Another with deep emotional problems. Now, wait a minute.
1: This business about Spock and McCoy. Honestly, I never understood
2: Vulcan mysticism. You don't have to believe. I'm not even sure that I believe. But if there's even a chance that Spock has an eternal soul, That's my responsibility. Yours. As surely as if it were my very own. Give me back the Enterprise. With Scotty's help, I could... No,
1: Jim, the Enterprise would never stand the pounding, and you know it. I'll find a ship. I'll hire a ship. Out of the question, my friend. The Council has ordered that no one but the science team goes to Genesis. Jim. Your life and your career stand for rationality, not for intellectual chaos. Keep up this emotional behavior and you'll lose everything. You'll destroy yourself. Do you understand me, Jim? I heard. <laughs> I had to try. Of course. I can work it anytime.
0: Something tells me he knew. What well, Kirk was planning on doing regardless. I don't know.
2: The word, sir? The word? is yes, no. I am therefore going anyway. You can count out on our help, sir. Thank you, Mr. Siddle. I'll need it. Shall I alert Dr. McCoy? Please. He has a long journey ahead.
3: Okay.
1: Tribbles.
0: Yeah. Long time, Doc. Do you know where he is? Uh, no. He's at a black market. Oh. The black market was kind consi- of uh, consisting of all commerce on which applicable taxes and/or regulations of trade were being av- avoided. Items could be purchased on the black market by those not legally able to purchase them, otherwise often for a substantial fee. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, anybody been looking for me?
5: I have, but what's the use? Who it be? <laughs> That's not your usual poison.
3: You expect one to order poison on bars, not logical. Your planet, welcome! I think that's my line, Stranger. Oh, forgive. I here am new. But you are known. in McCoy from Enterprise. You have been at a disadvantage, sir. I name not important. You seek I. He is just an unnamed alien. Right. That's what it says. Message received. Available ship stands by. How much and how soon? How soon is now? How much is where? Somewhere in the Mutara sector. Oh, Mutara restricted. Take permits, money. Money.
1: Or there aren't going to be any damn permits. How can you get a permit to do a damn illegal thing? Price you name,
3: money I got. Place you name money I name, otherwise bargain no. right, damn it. It's Genesis. The name of the place we're going is Genesis. Genesis? Yes, Genesis! How can you be deaf with ears like that? Genesis allowed is not, it's planet forbidden! Look, backwards friend, Genesis may be planet forbidden, but I'm damn welcome.
2: Sir, I'm sorry but your voice is carrying. I
3: don't think you want to be discussing this subject in public. I'll discuss what I like, and who in the hell are you? Could I offer you a ride home, Dr. McCoy? Where's the logic in offering me a ride home, you idiot? If I wanted to ride home, would I be trying to charter a space flight? How the hell do you know who I am?
1: Federation Security Service. Oh shit. We're
0: going to try to do the Vulcan neck bench.
1: You're going to get a nice long rest,
0: Doctor.
1: Well, crap. (laughs)
0: Well, on the planet, yes. (coughs) Yes, on the planet it is snowing because you will find out why. Yes. Unless you want me to spoil it. We will
1: find
5: out why. Savick to Grissom, we are definitely reading a second life form. We can
4: turn. What the hell is going on down there?
2: Make it quick, Admiral. They are moving him to the Federation Funny Farm. Yes, poor friend. I hear he's fruity as a good Two minutes. Jump. How many fingers do we have? That's not very damn funny. Your sense of humor's is The oh, hell yeah. What's that? Lexrin. Lexrin? What for? You're suffering from a Vulcan mind mill, Doctor. That green blood. son of a bitch.
3: <laughs>
2: it's his revenge for all those arguments he lost. Let me see you. This will make you well enough to travel. Where's that Luke Kirk?
1: He's with the prisoner. Get him quickly. Commander Starfleet wants him right away.
3: Keeping you busy.
0: I love this part.
3: Don't get smart, tiny.
2: Admiral
3: Starfleet's man sick. Here, take a look.
2: Oh. Yes, Inside
1: elevator. Agents on the way up.
2: Don't call me tiny. Unit two, this is unit one. The Kobayashi Maru has set sail for the promised land. Acknowledge. I said acknowledged. All units will be informed. You're taking me to the promised land. What are the friends for?
0: So that is the captain of the NX-2000 As of right now Lawrence H. Stiles Uh, He was the commander of the prototype vessel USS Excelsior Uh, Stiles was a somewhat arrogant man Coming off with an attitude of superiority He took extreme pride in his assignment As master of the Excelsior Which had been outfitted with the experimental transwarp drive. The night before the Excelsior was to be launched from space dock, Styles encountered Montgomery Scott, the newly assigned captain of the engineering section, telling him that he was looking forward to breaking some of the Enterprise's speed records. And he's got some kind of instrument that he's using as a writing crop. Okay. For some reason. I don't know why arrogant people have to use that, but we'll go with it. Um,
2: calling it a night? Uh, yes, sir. Turning in myself, looking forward to breaking some of the Enterprise's speed records tomorrow. Ah, uh, yes, sir. Good night.
0: Uh-huh. So, what's the max speed that the Enterprise has been up to? Yeah. 10. Fourteen. 14. Twice. So, yeah, you ain't gonna beat that.
3: Right. Please. Transporter room. Thank you. Up your shaft.
5: Roger, Old City Station at 2200
4: hours, all is well.
3: Understood. All stations clear.
4: You amaze me, Commander. Oh, how is that? A 20-year space veteran, yet you choose the worst duty station in town. I mean, look at this place. This is the hind end of space. Peace and quiet oh, appeals to me, Lieutenant. Yeah, well, maybe that's okay for someone like you, whose career is winding down, but me...
1: I need some challenge in my life, some adventure, maybe... If looks to kill, you'd be dead by Uru. Right? be even just a
5: surprise or two. you know what they say, Lieutenant. Be careful what you wish
2: for. You may get it. Good evening, Commander. Is everything ready?
5: Step into my parlor, gentlemen.
1: That's oh, an admiral My God! Very good for you, Lieutenant. But it's damn irregular. No destination orders, no encoded IDs. All true. Well, what are we going to do about it?
5: I'm not going to do anything about it. You're going to sit in the closet.
1: The closet? What, have you lost all your sense of reality?
5: Okay. This isn't reality. This is fantasy. You wanted to fit your house this.
3: The old adrenaline
5: going, huh? Good boy. Now oh, get in the closet.
4: OK. Uh, Go on, go on. I'll just get in the closet. Okay. (laughs)
2: I'm glad you're on our side. Can you handle that, uh...
5: Oh, I'll have Mr. Adventure eating out of my hands, sir. And I'll see all of you at the rendezvous. Oh, and Admiral.
0: All my hopes.
3: Trust is all yourself. All systems automated and ready. A chimpanzee and two trainees could run.
2: Thank you, Mr. Scott. I'll try not to take that person. My friends, I can't ask you to go any further. Dr. McCoy and I have to do this. The rest of you do not. Arthur, uh, we're losing precious time. What course, please, Andrew. Mr. Scott?
1: Be grateful, Admiral, if you did the work.
2: Gentlemen. Let the wind be at our backs.
3: Station. Uh-huh.
2: Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage their own warnings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. One quarter impulse. In-
4: Sir, Commander Starfleet on the emergency channel. He orders you to surrender this vessel. No reply, General. Aye, sir. Steady as you go, sir.
2: Yellow alert. Captain to the bridge. Yellow alert. Bridge, this is the captain. How can you have a yellow alert in space dock?
1: Sir, someone is stealing the Enterprise.
3: I'm on my way. Alert, yellow Yellow alert, off
2: station, yellow yellow alert. Alert, Alert, yellow yellow alert, off station, yellow alert. alert. One minute to space doors. Are you just gonna walk through them? Calm yourself, Dad.
4: Excelsior, powering up with orders to pursue. Yellow alert. Status. Yellow alert. All automates
1: ready and functioning. Automatic moorings retracted. All speeds available through transwarp
2: drive. <laughs> Incredible machine.
3: Helm.
4: One quarter impulse gun. Excelsior, now moving in and in pursuit.
1: 30 seconds to space doors. Morning, secure space
4: doors. Morning, secure space
2: doors. Morning, secure space doors. Now, Mr. Scott.
1: Sir? The doors, Mr. Scott. Hi, sir. I'm working on it.
3: we have cleared space tours
2: on to me, I. He tries to get away with Warp Drive. <laughs> He's really in for a shock. You're in for
5: a
4: shock. Accelerator closing to 4,000 meters, sir. Scotty, we'll need everything you have. Aye, sir. Warp Drive standing by.
2: If you do this, you'll never sit in the captain's chair again. Warp speed. Nice. Warp speed done. Right, Prepare for warp speed. Stand by transwarp drive.
4: Transwarp at your command, sir. Oh, no. Execute.
0: Good morning, Captain.
4: Transport drive,
2: overtake the plumbing, the easier it is to stop up the drain. Here, doctor, souvenirs from one surgeon to another. I took them out of her main transwork computer drive. Nice of you to tell me in advance. That's what you get from missing staff meetings, doctor. Gentlemen, your work today has been outstanding. I tend to recommend you all for promotion in whatever fleet we end up serving. Best speed to Genesis.
0: So, I believe he pulled some of the computer chips for the Excelsior's computer system. Yeah. That's why it failed. Right. Even. Can you
4: speak? The genesis wave. His cells could have been regenerated.
5: Captain, this is Savick. Come in,
4: please. Yes, Savick, go ahead.
5: We have found the life sign. It is a Vulcan child, perhaps eight to ten Earth years of age. A child? How did you get there? It is Dr. Marcus's opinion this is that the genesis effect has in some way regenerated captain spock
0: i like the look from the the helms officer she she blinks and slowly starts looking at the captain like what the fuck did you just say right
4: uh static that's uh that's extraordinary What would you like to do next? Request permission to beam aboard immediately. Savick, does Dr. Marcus think there could be any uh, chance of uh, radioactive contamination? No. None
5: that he can detect, sir.
4: All the same, I'm going to advise Starfleet and get instructions.
5: I'm sure Starfleet would approve, sir.
4: Probably true, but let's do it by the book. Stand by on this channel, go. Starfleet Command, this is U.S.S. Grissom on subspace coded channel 98.8. Come in, please. Love, Heather, on channel
0: 98.8. Great. <laughs> right. Sir, something is jamming our transmission. An energy
4: surge. Okay. Surge from a astern, Captain.
1: Oh my God!
0: Gunner, target engines only. There.
4: Captain, what is happening? Under attack. Stand by for evasive.
0: Come on, pull. I wanted prisoners. Let's stop. A lucky shot, sir. (laughs)
1: So may I suggest? Say the wrong thing, Torque. If it's prison as you want, there are life signs on the planet. Perhaps the very scientists you seek. I love
0: how Kirk points to when when Torg speaks in English. Uh. Kurt points the phaser at the disruptor and says, "Say the wrong thing again. Right. <laughs> Say the wrong thing, Torque. <laughs> That—that to me, I find funny.
2: Very good. Grissom,
5: this is Savage on emergency frequency. Come in, please.
2: Savage, what happened to them?
5: It would seem that Grissom was destroyed by an enemy attack."
2: We must go. They will soon come after us. Estimating Genesis 2.9 hours present speed. Can we hold speed gun. Hey, it's got her second window. Scan for vessels in pursuit. Scanning. Indications negative at this time. <laughs> Get it right. Great,
0: Bones, just great. The Leon's are now on the plant searching.
5: for total truth between us. This planet is not what you intended or hoped for, is it?
3: Not exactly. Why? I used protomatter in the Genesis Matrix.
0: Protomatter? Protomatter, a highly dangerous, unstable form of matter. Its hazardous properties led to the denuclearization of most 23rd century scientists but this did not stop David Marcus from secretly using it while trying to solve certain fundamental problems inherent in the Project Genesis Matrix by doing so he involuntarily doomed the project to failure as it caused the planet formed by the Matrix to inherit an unstable properties of the proto matter. this planet itself aged very rapidly and eventually exploded. Right. An
5: unstable substance, which every ethical scientist in the galaxy has denounced as dangerously unpredictable.
1: But it was the only way to solve certain problems.
5: So, like your father, you changed the rules.
1: If I hadn't, it might have been years or never.
5: How many have paid the price for your impatience? How many have died? How much damage have you done? And what is yet to come?
0: So now the microorganisms are very large, worm-like creatures. Right. So, funny story about this. I was watching this one day at my parents house doing laundry when I I first started with uh, the company that I was with just recently and my sister came over to do something and as I'm sitting there I'm watching this exact movie. My sister watched this part and was in utter horror. My sister. Can you believe it? That's hilarious. (laughs)
5: We you up.
3: is being dragged away from Kirk in his
4: right hand. <laughs> Friends, nothing <laughs> happening here.
0: sets very rapidly <laughs>
4: Aging in surges, and Spock with it.
5: It seems to join together.
4: They are.
3: How long? Days, maybe hours. I'm
5: sorry. It will be hardest on Spock. Soon he will feel the burning of his Vulcan blood.
3: I don't understand.
5: I'm far. Balkan males must endure it every seventh year of their adult life.
3: Whoever they are, they're getting closer. I'll go. No. I'll do it. Give me a phaser.
4: Bad idea. Just saying. Starfleet calling USS Grissom. A warning about us. Response? Nothing, as before.
2: What's the Grissom up to? Will she join us or will she fire on us? Check out break silence. Send Captain upon my compliments.
4: Aye, sir.
3: How are we doing? USS Edward Price. How are we doing? Response you should put it quite that way, Jim. We are doing
4: fine. But I'd feel safer giving him one of my kidneys than what's scrambled in my brain. Admiral, there is no response from Grissom on any channel. Keep trying to check out. At regular intervals.
5: It is called Punfar. Punfar.
3: Don't eat to it, Will you trust me?
2: secured for warp speed. Now entering Genesis sector. Proceed at impulse power. And hey,
0: Kirk at this time does not know about the rock
3: and Vessel entering sector. Yes.
1: Federation battle cruiser. Have they scanned us? Not yet. We. Oh, wait! Oui. You're Engaged device.
4: I swear there was something there, sir. What did you see? For an instant, a scout class vessel.
2: Could be Grissom. Patch on hand, please. Grissom, this is Enterprise calling. Please come in. So, because of
0: this scene right here, and what happens in the beginning of the next movie, Everybody suspects that Sabbath got pregnant by Spock. Right. We don't know.
1: Right. As an enterprise
5: called
3: the <laughs> ah. I've come a long way for the power of Genesis what do I find? A weakling human, a molten boy, and a woman. My lord, we are
5: survivors of a doomed expedition. This planet will destroy itself in hours. The Genesis
3: experiment is a failure. A failure. The most powerful destructive force ever created. You will tell me the secret of the Genesis torpedo.
5: I have no knowledge.
1: Then I hope pain is something you enjoy.
3: Too quick! I order no interruptions. But, sir. Federation Starship approaching.
2: Bring me up. Brissom. This is Enterprise calling. Do you read?
4: Enterprise, sure. Admiral Kirk, Call. Captain
1: Please come in. Report status. We are closed. Enemy closing on impulse
3: power range, 5,000 kilograms. Good. It's just a turn of luck I have been waiting for.
4: Nothing on my scanner, sir. Short-range scan, Mr. Checker.
2: Put it on visual, Mr. Sewell.
3: Range 3,000 calicams. Steady. Continue on impulse power. Range 2,000 calicams. Stand by to transfer energy to weapons. At my command. There.
0: That distortion. So what Krug does not know is that the Enterprise only has Scotty, McCoy, Sulu, Chekov, and Kirkon. Right. He does not know that it doesn't have the 400 plus people on there. Um... So, and he doesn't know that she's still heavily damaged from their fight with Khan. Correct.
2: you see it? Yes, sir. It's getting larger
0: as we close in. Firing rage, sir. Just like if you saw the smile on David's face, he thought that they had a full complement of crewmen and were repaired already. He doesn't know. Right. Ah, got her.
3: Bush, Target
0: push. engines only understood
2: yeah. up. Yes, true. Understood clearly, ah. sir. Opinion, Mr. Silver. I think it's an energy surge. Enough energy to hide a ship sir. A closing device. Red alert, Mr. Scott.
1: There you come. One thousand 1,0 closing. All
2: power to the weapon systems. Aye, sir. Wage. Wait. No shields? My guess is right, they'll have to be cloak before they can fire. May all your guesses be right. Long,
3: violent, helicopter. he come. Say,
1: Shut up! On bird of she's arming torpedoes. Fire, Mr. Scott.
2: Good shooting Precautionary, Mister Scott. Precaution, Mr. Shields up.
4: I step. up. in. The
1: shield's non-responsive. Scotty, the automation system's overloaded. I didn't expect to take us into combat, you know.
2: Emergency power. Prepare to return fire. Scotty, can you transfer power to the table?
1: I don't think so, sir. What happened? Well, they've knocked out the automation center. I've got no
3: control over anything, Mr. Soon. Nothing, sir. So
2: we're a sitting duck.
3: Ready to fire, emergency, duty. Why I am. They finished. Outgun me ten to one. My lord, the enemy commander wishes a truce to confer. Are well, on screen? This is Admiral James T. Kirk of Federation Starship Enterprise.
1: Saul, so, the Genesis Commander. A violation of treaty between the Federation and the Klingon Empire. Your presence here is an act of war.
3: You have two minutes to surrender your crew and your vessel or we will destroy it. He's hiding something. He may have dealt him a more serious blow than I thought. How can you tell that? I trust my instincts. Admiral Kirk, this is your opponent speaking. Do not lecture me about treaty violations. The Federation, in creating an ultimate weapon, has become a gang of intergalactic criminals. It is not I who will surrender, it is you! I have three prisoners from the team who developed your doomsday weapon. If you do not surrender immediately, I will execute them one at a time as enemies of galactic peace. Who is this? How dare you take prisoners? Who I am is not important. That I have them is. I will allow you to speak to them.
5: Admiral, this is Lieutenant Zabbik.
2: Is David with you?
5: Yes, he is. And someone else. A Vulcan scientist of your acquaintance. This...
2: Vulcan? Is he
3: alive?
5: He is not himself, but he lives. He is subject to rapid aging like this unstable planet.
3: Hello, sir. It's David. I'm sorry I'm late. It's okay, I should have known you'd come. Savvy's right, this planet is unstable. It's gonna destroy itself in a matter of hours. David, what went wrong? I went wrong. I don't understand. I'm sorry, sir. Just don't surrender. Genesis doesn't work.
4: I can't believe they'd kill us for it.
3: Admiral, your young friend is mistaken. I meant what I said. And now to show that my intentions are sincere, shall kill one of the prisoners. Wait a minute. Give me a chance to talk.
2: Kill one of them. Shot. I don't care which.
0: Mm. So that is a Klingon knife called a Katinga. Alright. Uh, Was well, a traditional Klingon warrior's knife. It consisted of a single straight-edged primary blade and two curved secondary blades which could be either fixed or hinged. It could it was ceremonially used in hand to hand combat and had great ceremonial value to the Klingon culture. It handle the handle featured a rounded spiked pummel and sometimes bore the emblem representing the members of its owner's house near the the hilt of the blade. Alright.
5: David is dead.
3: Two more prisoners, Admiral. You want them killed too? Surrender your vessel.
2: for you and your gallant crew.
3: Take every last man, form a boarding party armed
0: heavily. So Kirk's ship is a scout ship, so he does not have that many people on there.
3: We are Klingons! Once you control the ship, we will transfer our flag there. Take Genesis from their own memory, Banks.
2: So, what is the true complement of a bird of prey? About a dozen officers and men. With some of them on the planet. I swear to you, we're not finished yet. You and Sula to the transporter room. The rest of you with me. We have a job to do. Commander Klingon, vessel. Prepare to board this ship on my next signal. No tricks, Kirk. You have one minute. No tricks. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Told Pop,
0: To the transporter room. Success.
2: Computer. This is Admiral James T. Kirk. Request security access. Computer. Destruct sequence one. Code one. One A. Computer.
1: Commander Montgomery Scott, Chief Engineering Officer.
3: Destruct sequence two, code one, one A, two B.
4: Computer, this is Commander Pavel Chekhov, acting science officer. Destruct sequence three, code one B, two B, three.
5: Destruct sequence completed and engaged.
2: Awaiting final code for one minute countdown. Code zero. 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 Destruct. Zero.
0: Destruct sequence is... That is the exact same code they used before. Right. So it's the same code, so it's the same original Enterprise.
4: Right. Activated. Time runs
2: out. All set. I've. Commander Klingon Vessel, we are energizing transporter beam. Now.
3: Transporter, stand by. know this I know
0: they think that they think that maybe the all the personnel have locked themselves in their own uh, rooms
3: right my lord
1: the ship appears to be deserted how can that be they are hiding yes sir but the bridge seems to be run by computer It is the only thing speaking.
3: Speaking? Let me hear.
2: A fighting chance to live planet core readings unstable changing rapidly what about service life signs there
3: highly accelerated. What about his mind? His mind's a boy. It seems,
2: Admiral, that I've got all his marbles. Is there anything we can do?
5: Only one thing, sir. Get him off this planet. His aging's part of what's going on around us. <laughs>
2: Commander, this is Admiral James T. Kirk. I'm alive and well on the planet's surface. I know this will come as a pleasant surprise to you. Our ship was the victim of an unfortunate accident. Sorry about your crew, but as we say on Earth, salvee. I have what you want. I have the secret of Genesis. So you're gonna have to bring us up there to get it. You
1: hear
4: me? I'm waiting for you. What is your answer?
3: I beat coordinates. You should take the Vulcan too. No, but why? Because you wish it.
1: Mul- Mul- Do- you
0: so it's just curd and Moltz right now. That's all that's left.
3: I want it! Beam the Vulcan up!
1: And we'll talk! Give me what I want! I don't consider it! You fool! Look around you! The planet's destroying itself! Yes, exhilarating, isn't it? If we don't help each other, we'll die here! Perfect! Then that's the way it shall be!
3: I Genesis!
0: Offered him his hand but uh, Kurt grabbed his leg and tried to drag him down with him
3: right
2: Spock, we've got to break out of orbit. You, help us or die.
3: I do not deserve to live. Fine, I'll kill you later. Fine, I'll kill you later.
1: <laughs> Let's get out of here. Where's the damn antimatter inducer? This is right, sir. We have full power. Go, sir. Goodbye,
2: dead. We are clear and free to navigate. (laughs) Best speed to work. Mr. Chekhov, take
1: the prisoner below.
3: Aye, sir. Wait. You said you would kill me. I lied.
1: I (laughs) lied.
3: permission to land permission granted tell them tell kirk we'll be ready
2: mr sulu you're on manual it's been a while sir here we go
0: priestess.
3: Sarek, child of Skone, Child of Sulkar, the body of your son breathes still. What is your wish? I ask for foul tor to refuse it. What you seek has not been done since ages past, and then only a legend. Your request is not logical. Forgive me, Tular. My logic is uncertain where my son is concerned. Who is the keeper of the Kartra? I am. McCoy. Leonard H, son of David.
0: McCoy, son of David,
5: since thou art human, we cannot expect thee to understand fully what Sarek has requested. Spock's body lives. With your approval, we shall use all our powers to return to his body
3: that which you possess. But, McCoy, you must now be warned The danger to thyself is as grave as the danger to Spock. You must make the choice.
2: I choose the danger.
3: Ooh. Mm-hmm. time. Thanks. Kirk, I thank you. What you have done is... What I have done. says that you have been my friend. You came back for me. You would have done the same
2: for me. Why would you do this? Because the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. You saved us all.
0: So that was movie number three, The Search for Spock. What did you think of this one? I liked this one. Okay. On scale of one to ten, where do you put this one? I gave this one an eight. Okay. So I'm going to have to give this one an eight because it's kind of like you kill Spock, then you bring him back. Why? Yeah. Like there one. was no reason. By kill him in the first place. It Well, he died saving the ship. But then, But then there was also cutting David's mother out of the whole thing, like, as if she never existed. Yeah. Um, There was also a few other inconsistency. And and did you notice anything with the bird of prey? Uh,
4: No.
0: When it's in attack mode, the wings are down. When they were landing, the wings were slightly elevated. Okay. So... So is there anything else you noticed? No. Okay. So I guess until next time,
4: I'm William. And I'm Ricky. And we'll catch you in the next mission. Bye.